This is Righteous Radio, where the truth is the sound. Righteousness is in the atmosphere. Can you feel it? Ha <laughs> ha, can you feel it? This is DJ Yaakov. This is Righteous Radio. I'm going to do a lot of more talking today. We're going to play some music, but I'm going to do a lot more talking today. Because it is time. It is time for the lies, the deceit and deceptions, the, 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 the misconceptions of the Christian church to be exposed of the, the, any other religion, any religion to be exposed. It is time to expose religion for what it is. The stumbling block that stops you from getting to the most high. The Most High does not acknowledge religions. He did not create religions. Religions is not what he is about. He's about his people. And the book is written about his people. And his son came to redeem his people, to unite his people. Who is his people? Not the world. Or not the world that you are accustomed to, but the world of Israel. And who is Israel? Israel is not, is not those who tread and trodden down our land presently. And so I am here to be a messenger as Christ was a messenger as many of the prophets were messengers. I am here to be a voice in the wilderness as Ezekiel was a voice in the wilderness. I am here because my spirit has been prompted for many, many years that something was not right in the Christian church. Something was not right with those who called themselves Christians. Something was not right in the earth. Something was not matching the word of the Most High that I have read. Something was not matching. The enemy can masquerade as an angel of light, but he cannot fool the chosen of the Most High. And once we get in alignment and once we get in the word of the Most High and once we study for ourselves and once we learn and understand the things that have been taken from us and the things that have been hidden from us because the Most High prompts our spirit to do so and the Most High reveals to his servants, the prophets, as he says in his word, the truth. And once that comes out, there is no mistaking. There is no one that can stand against the awakening. Once that comes out, it's a done deal. And those who rule this earth know that it is, it is nigh time that we have awakened. And that is why you see what you see in the earth. That is why you see COVID-19. That is why you see a forceful government that is trying to make people get poked with a shot that's experimental. That is why you see they poison the food in our neighborhoods. They poison the foods that we like to eat. They push on us pork 
and all the abominable things that the scriptures say that we shouldn't eat. This is why. Because as, they, as, as spoken in Genesis, that we would crush his head and he would bruise our heel. The enemy is trying to destroy the people of the Most High God, especially now that we have come into the knowledge of the truth. All of the years that we were in the church shouting and gyrating and leave the church and just as wicked as you was before you came in there. And all of these years that we were doing these things, that these pastors were taking ties knowing that they wasn't supposed to be taking no ties. These pastors were using the money uh, 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 of the people to, to, to buy huge houses and nice cars. Not all pastors, but many of them, especially in the bigger churches, that they were teaching us not to follow the law, statutes, and commandments of, of the Most High God, that they were teaching us to eat pork and, 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 and shrimp and, 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 and lobster and, and, and any abominable thing, and using Paul's books to uh, uh, rationalize it when they didn't understand Paul's books. As Peter said, his books are hard to be understood, and now the awakening has come. And those of you that scoff and those of you that disbelieve, you had better get on your knees and you had better ask the most high to show you the truth and repent. Turn towards Israel and repent of your sins and come back into the fold because you are God's portion and God's people. You know who I'm talking to. I am talking to the melanated people of the earth, the melanated people of America that is brought that were brought over here on slave ships. Am I saying that every black person in the world is Israel? No. But if your spirit is prompted, then you know why. There are those that are coming out of these churches and awakening on a, on a daily basis. And if you are not prompted in your spirit to come out of those churches and awaken to this movement, then you, uh, I don't know what to say for you. Maybe you are predestined to be those who will not make it. Only two thirds of the most highest chosen people will make it. And so today... We are going to, we're going to talk more today about the scriptures. Then I'm going to play music. I'm going to play some music in between here and there. We're going to play music. But for the most part, we are going to present to you a lesson. Because if you are a Christian, then you are supposed to serve Christ. And if you are here to serve Christ, then you need to know who Christ came for. And if you think that Christ came for everybody, then I'm going to show you today through Scripture that that is not in the Bible. That is not scripturally or commonsensically accurate. It is not. Now. All right, so 
Let's start in the fifth chapter of Acts. And let's start in the 29th verse, where it reads, Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, We ought to obey Elohim rather than men. The Elohim of our fathers raised up Yeshua, whom ye slew and hung on a tree, hanged on a tree, it reads. 31. Him have God exalted with his right hand to be a prince and a savior, for to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. Let me read that again. Him hath God exalted with his right hand to be prince and savior for to give repentance to Israel. No, to the whole world. To Israel. No, to the, uh, uh, the, 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 the Jews that's trodden down our land that's claiming to be the Jews that the scriptures say are the uh, synagogue of Satan. To Israel. And who is Israel? We are Israel. And I've proven that. But let's move on. Let's see who Christ came for. Let's see why Christ came and who he came for. That's what we're talking about. So let's go to uh Isaiah 53 is a precept to what I just read. Let's go to Isaiah, the 53rd chapter. Uh, and let's go to the eighth verse. Uh, he was taken from prison and from judgment. And who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living for the transgression of my people was he stricken. For the transgression of my people was he stricken. For the transgression of the people? No. For the transgression of my people was he stricken. So my people would dictate that Isaiah was talking about his people. And who was Isaiah's people? What sea was Isaiah from? Oh, well, Isaiah was an Israelite. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's go to Acts. Let's go to Acts. The 13th chapter. I got my scriptures all jumbled up, but I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. Let's go to Acts 13. Isaiah 53. Oh, Acts 13 and 21. Yes, yes, yes. Acts 13 and 21. <coughs> We're going to start in 21. And afterward, they desired a king, and Elohim gave them 
unto them Saul, the son of Sis, a man of the tribe of Benjamin by the space of 40 years. Let's read on in the 22nd verse. And when he had removed him, he raised up unto them David to be their king, to whom also he gave their testimony and said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after mine own heart, which shall fulfill all my will. 23 of this man's seed hath God, according to his promise, raised unto Israel a savior, Yeshua. Of this man's seed hath Elohim, according to his promise, raised unto Israel a savior, Yeshua. These scriptures are precepts to each other. Because as the scripture says, we're supposed to read precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little, there a little. And that's not taught to you in the Christian church. In the Christian church, they'll take one scripture and preach on it for two hours or two scriptures, maybe, if you're lucky. But they don't use precepts because you're supposed to use precepts. You put the scriptures together to understand the meaning as to not get confused. The Bible is a puzzle. So you put the precepts together. And what I'm giving you is precepts right now. Precepts to why Christ came and who he came for. Well, basically, we're, we're, we're in the who he came for phase of the scriptures now, right now. So. Let's hop over to John 1 and 31. We can actually start in 26. So let's start John, the first chapter. And the 26th verse, where it's talking about John the Baptist, it says, John answered them saying, I baptize with water, but there standeth one among you whom ye know not. He it is who coming after me is preferred before me, whose shoes latcheth I am not worthy to unloose. These things were done in Bethorabah, beyond Jordan, where John was baptizing. The next day John seeth Jesus coming unto him and saith, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, after me cometh a man which is preferred before me, for he was before me. And I knew him not, but that he, we, but that he should be made manifest to Israel. Therefore, I am come baptizing with water. Let me read 31 again. And I knew him not, but that we, he should be, oh man, I can't talk to them. I'm, I'm too... I'm too hyped up. Let me let me start back again with 31 because I want you to get this. I want y'all to get this. I want you to get this. John, the first chapter, in the 31st verse, and I knew him not, but that he should be made manifest to Israel. Therefore, am I come baptizing with water? Hmm. Hmm. 
These scriptures seem to run together. They seem to run together. They seem to give a particular message that you may not have heard before in Sunday service or Sunday school or uh, 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 Friday night fire or Wednesday Bible study or whatever the case may be in all the years that you've been in the church, you thought that Christ came for everybody. You thought that he came for the sins of the world. You thought that the book was written to everybody, but the book is written to a people. This is a history book for a people, and this is the truth of the scriptures, and you must study the scriptures for yourself to know exactly what the interpretation is. Okay, Luke, the first chapter, and the 80th, the final 80th verse, is another precept along these lines. Let's start in to give Let's start in the seventy Let's start in seventy six. So we're in Luke the first chapter in the seventy sixth verse and thou Child shall be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people by the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our Elohim, whereby day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light unto them that sit in darkness. And in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the way of peace. Now watch this in the 80th verse. And the child grew and waxed strong in spirit and was in the deserts till the day of his showing unto Israel. Unto Israel. Unto Israel. Hey, you know, I don't do this with mirrors. I do this with the scriptures. And any pastor, and I ain't talking about my cousin because he always think I'm talking about him. I, hey, look, he, like I told them, they just another brick in the wall. I'm talking to all the pastors on the face of this earth that's in these Christian churches teaching this doctrine that is a Catholic doctrine. Listen. You better get in this book and teach the truth before the Most High strikes you down because he is not playing currently in the earth. He's not playing around. Listen, let me, uh, let, let me play some music because I'm real hyped up right now. I need to tone down just a little bit, but I ain't going to tone down too much because I'm going to speak with the fire that the Most High shoots from out of my belly. But we're going to give you a little bit of music. We don't want to do all talking. We're going to give you a little bit of music. Then we're going to come back and continue with this lesson. We're going to give you some Yappa Q.
we call fun. Mama trying to shake some just to keep the lights on. Candle said, no, I ain't talking no visual. Death to an innocence that was kept civil, yeah. Birth of a demon that kept my spirit crippled. Swaying left and right, now I walk with Christ in the middle. Twelve rounds, never did it, wish no angle, no. Pound for pound, he sang Christian with my angel, yeah. That's our girl Yappa Q with all against all odds. That was Yappa Q. Um, Yisrael, all praises to the most high creator of the earth, the sea, and all who dwelleth therein. This is DJ Yaakov. This is Righteous Radio where the truth is the sound. Righteousness is in the atmosphere. Can you feel it? feel it. I'm here to give you the truth of the scriptures. I don't care what you've been taught. I don't care what we was raised up in. I don't care about none of that. The only thing I care about is the truth in the scriptures and the truth as what has been done to us. Many of you would go out 
And before you would watch a movie like, uh, 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 what was the movie about Nat Turner that the brother played in where he was showing how the scriptures were taught to the slaves. Before you would look at a movie like that, you would go out and look at uh, 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 some transvestite. Uh, 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 what's her name? Um, I don't even fool with it. Uh, uh, Medea. You, you would go out and look at a Medea movie. It was a Medea. Medea's Halloween was out right, right around the time that movie came out uh, about Nat Turner a, 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 few, a few years back. And, 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 and that Medea movie, black folks went and saw that at way higher rates. The movie didn't do that well because we didn't go watch the movie, but we'll go see we'll go see some some I don't want to use no bad no no derogatory what what people would seem because I call them what I hey I call them what I call them because the most high the most high calls them an abomination and I call them an abomination and I don't back down from that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, people say, uh, well, well, all sin is sin. Uh, 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 no sin is no great. That, that ain't the Bible don't have a scripture that say that, that all sin is sin. But the Bible do have a scripture that say he calls that an abomination. And he don't call drinking an abomination, smoking an abomination, cursing an abomination. He don't call none of that abomination. But he sure do call uh, 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 a man sleeping with another man in abomination, but y'all will run out there and watch them movies with them homosexuals in them and won't watch a movie about the history of your people and how you were taught in slavery to study the Bible from a certain perspective. And I'm telling you, the perspective has been wrong and the doctrines that we were raised up in were wrong. And those people meant well. I'm not saying that they don't mean well. I don't have any vitriol against anybody, but I'm just saying the doctrines were wrong because we were taught by people that were taught wrong, that were taught by people that were taught wrong, that were taught by people that were taught wrong. And the Catholic Church is the one that taught you not to go to church on the Sabbath day, that, that not to observe the Sabbath day. The Catholic Church is the one that started uh, telling you that you didn't have to follow the law, statutes, and commandments of the Most High. The Catholic Church is the one that told you that these pale pale face uh, uh, Ashkenazi Khazarian Jews was the chosen people. The, the Catholic Church, the same one that stole our records and have our records locked away and, and it would cause a, a international war if somebody was to try to go under that doggone Vatican and get them records that they got under there that they stole out of our land. The Catholic Church, the same one that tells you Hail Mary, Mother of Grace, is the same one that told you not to go to church on the Sabbath day and not to observe the Sabbath day and the law, statutes, and commandments, and that teach you to observe Christmas and Easter, and to teach you that it's okay to go out and let your kids go out and, 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 and trick or treat as long as they got on a Jesus costume or they dress as a biblical character. It's okay to, to, to be involved in that pagan festival. That's ludicrous. You don't see that type of foolishness on the other side of the lines of this war. You don't see the Satanists that uh, teaching their people that it's okay to worship Christ on 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 any day. But you'll parade your behind out there 
on the devil's doggone holiday, on a, on a pagan holiday, and let your kids observe the devil's holiday, just do it in a godly way. But the Most High said, the Most High said, what relationship does light have with darkness? So I'm here to stay on task today. We're going to stay on task. I don't want to go, go all off on my soapbox. But, you know, for years I've been wondering, why, why, you know, why people act the way they act? Why, 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 do I, why have I been treated by people a certain way that was supposed to be Christian folk? Now I know. Because that is the pagan, demonic uh, uh, religion. Yes, Christ is real. Yes, the Most High is real. Yes, the Bible is valid. But it has been taught from a colonialized, paganized perspective. The devil has took what was meant for good and he has deceived the whole world into doing something that is an abomination before the eyes of the Most High. And the Most High is sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired. He's done with all of this winking at you. And it's time now for the truth. It's time now for us to come out of this debauchery. It's time now for us to uh, 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 fulfill Second Chronicles and, and so that he can heal our land. It's time. It's time out for, for, for he, he says, spare not with, with, with you know, I'm, I'm going to speak loud and spare not. No matter who it offends. Because I'm not here to offend you as much as I'm here to wake you up. And ain't a pastor on the earth that can stand before the true prophets of the, of the house of Israel. Because he is not armed or she is not armed to fight against the oracles of God. Because unto us was given the understanding of the scriptures. Unto us was given this understanding. Not unto the, 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 the Gentile. The, the, listen, I don't want to say Gentiles because y'all get confused as who the Gentiles are too. Because the Gentiles don't mean anybody that's not a Jew. But that's a, another lesson. There are, there are Jews that are considered Gentiles. There were two kingdoms. The northern kingdom and the, and the southern kingdom. So that, but that's another lesson. I don't want to, as again, I don't want to get off script, but we left off in Acts. Um, we left off in Acts. So let me get back on track. Let me get back on track. But, I mean, you know, these scriptures are telling you who Christ came for. <clears throat> They're telling you who Christ came for. Let's go to Ezekiel. I mean, we can go to the Old Testament. We can go to the New Testament. You know, I know y'all have been taught that the Old Testament is done away, but that's ludicrous. It's foolishness. So let's go to the Old Testament in Ezekiel, the third chapter, the fourth, let's start in the fourth verse. And he said unto me, son of man, go get thee unto the house of Israel. 
and speak with my words unto them. For thou art not sent to a people of a strange speech and of a hard language, but to the house of Israel. How many times does the scriptures have to tell you who the Most High is down with? Who his son came for? How many times? How many times? How many times does it have to be spoken? I understand that you've been sitting up in these Christian churches for all this time and under the deceptions that they teach. But it is time to come out of the darkness and into the marvelous light. Let's go to John, the fourth chapter and the seventh verse. A lot of you are familiar with this, these passages of scripture. It's talking about the woman of Samaria. John, the fourth chapter, starting in the seventh verse. There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said unto her, Give me to drink. For his disciples were gone away unto the city to buy meat. Then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou being a Jew askest drink of me? Which am a woman of Samaria, for the Jews have no dealings with the Samarians. Now, This is just to show that, you know, the Jews didn't fool with everybody. The Jews didn't fool with everybody. They fooled with those who were of their ilk. They didn't fool with everybody. This truth, it ain't for everybody. I'm sorry. I was taught that it was for everybody. You was taught that it was for everybody. It's not for everybody. You can be grafted in. But this truth and this Bible and this scriptures and, and, and this awakening and, and everything that the Most High has given has been for his people. And we are that people. Hey, listen, I'm just saying we are that people. Let's go to Acts. Let's go to Acts. The 10th chapter and the 28th verse. Um, so, this is Peter and Cornelius. In the 20, let's start in the 25th verse. And as Peter was coming in, Cornelius met him and fell down at his feet and worshipped him. But Peter took him up saying, stand up. I myself also am a man. And as he talked with him, he went in and found many that were come together. Now, you know, Peter was so anointed, you know, he was falling at Peter's feet, you know, and worshiping him. Peter was so anointed that people passed through his shadow and they was healed. You know, uh, he, he'd be very resourceful today with all this so-called COVID around, huh? But anyway, in the 27th verse, it says, and as he talked with him, he went in and found many that were come together. And he said unto them, Ye know how that it is an unlawful thing for a man that is a Jew to keep company or come unto one of another nation. But Elohim hath showed me that I should not call any man common or unclean. Therefore I came unto you without gainsaying as soon as I was sent, for I asked therefore for what intent ye have sent for me. So, 
This is just another scripture just going in line with what we've been talking about. The fact that Christ came for a certain people. There, you know, Peter was one of Christ's disciples and he 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 believed that you know we should mingle with our people and, and that our people was a special people. He 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 wasn't about just everybody, you know what I'm saying? But the most high, if the most high told him to speak to those that are not of his ilk, then that's the only way he's going to do it. Uh, let me see. Let's go to Galatians. Because <clears throat> we're going we gonna, to, you know, we're going we gonna to keep this truth until you don't have no excuse. We're going to keep this truth in your, truth in your face. So again, this these are scriptures that are just showing you how Jews how how the Jews got down, and Christ was a Jew. Uh, it, it, let's go to uh, uh, the eleventh verse of Galatians, the second chapter. Second Galatians, the second chapter, that's starting in the eleventh verse. But when Peter was come to Antioch, I was stood him faced. I was stood him to the face because he was to be blamed. For before that certain came from James, he did eat with Gentiles, but when they were come, he withdrew and separated himself, fearing them which were of the circumcision. And other Jews dissembled likewise with him, insomuch that Barnabas also was carried away with their dissimulation. So basically it's saying, you know, they they wasn't, you know, they didn't want to be seen with others that were not of the Jewish ilk, you know. So at the end of the day, I mean, it just stands to reason that God has a people, a special people, and Christ came for those people. Even Peter and the disciples had that mindset. Even after Christ, they had that mindset. They had that mindset. Listen, I don't know what to tell y'all because... You, you, we, we got to start understanding the truth of the scriptures. That's just what it is. The, the truth of the scriptures and the truth of the book. You cannot worship someone who was a Jew and think that he came to change the law, statutes, and commandments or the Sabbath day. Why did he come? He came for three reasons. As a savior, and we just showed you who he came to save. He didn't come as a savior for everybody. He came as a savior for his people. There has to be someone that needs saving for you to come to save. At the, at the time that Christ was on the earth, we didn't have all the people on the earth that we have today. So he didn't come for all of these people. He came for the people who were his people. He, at that time, wasn't even coming for all the people that was on the earth at that time. He came for his people. For the people that the Most High said was his portion. There are many scriptures where the Most High says that Israel is his son. You know, uh, that Israel is his portion. You know what I'm saying? And even Paul. Paul said, you know, <laughs> uh, it's God's people uh, done away with. God forbid. I myself am a Jew. 
You remember that scripture? I should have had that one pulled up for you. So you are mistaking and misunderstanding these words. You're misunderstanding that this is our history book and that we are the people. Now, I've already done lessons about the fact that we are the people. Uh, and, 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 and many, uh, many, I've heard many pastors say, well, they spend so much time trying to prove that they, uh, Israel and, and not much time trying to prove or try, trying to say, get people saved. That's because many of you, I'm about to call y'all some nutballs, but, but I ain't going to call you no nutballs. Yeah, I, I probably just did. But many of you don't believe who you are. <laughs> That's what the scripture so that to say the ass knows his master's crib, but my people, my people, they would not even consider. I mean, so we have to stress who we are so that you know what your responsibility is, because these lessons all go together. Once you know who you are, then you got to learn who Christ came for and if he came for his people and if you are his people. And then you have to learn what the responsibility is of his people. And if you've been taught an irreverent doctrine by the Roman uh, colonialized uh, 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 synagogues of the earth and been taught that you are a Gentile and been taught that you are from the seed of Ham and been taught all kind of irreverent doctrines, then we have to get you back on track of who you are first. That's what we have to teach first, who you are. Once you know who you are, that's just like there's different, uh, there's different qualifications I have for other people's kids than I have for my own kids. I ain't about to whoop nobody else's kids. I ain't about to, you know, go out of my way to correct nobody else's kids if I'm out in public or anything like that. But my kids better be stepping in line. And so that is why it is very, very pertinent for you to know who you are. And then you can understand why you have the responsibility that you have and why you need to come out of them Christian churches and why you need to stop eating all that pork and why you need to stop making excuses like, well, uh, sugar's bad for you too. <laughs> and why you need to uh, stop eating all these seafood and why you need to stop doing the things that you're doing and get on track with the most high. So the most high can lead you and guide you in these trying times because we are coming upon things in the earth that you are going to have to have his anointing on you. You are going to have to be in alignment or you are going to be left behind with the ones that you love so much and want to be a part of, which is you want to be white so bad. Most of y'all listen, we don't hate white people. It's not for us to hate white people. The most high will love and hate whom he will. But it's not for us to hate because he says, do not abhor an Edomite because you were uh, uh, you were a prisoner in their land, an Edomite or an Egyptian. So, we, we you know, he's not asking us to um, to hate them. But if he feels a certain type of way about them, we can't tell the most high how to feel. That's just not going to happen. Listen, I'm going to give you a little bit more music, and then we're going to hop back on this. We're going to hit you with some Lorvins with a song called Jump.
you're about to cry, what's your story? Don't be holding back in tears, don't be falling. People walking right past fire. Singing like we did in the fire. Praise God for the new day, new day. Cause he wasn't taking us away. Old man gone away. Let the new man manifest today. Say it again. Old man gone away. Let the new man manifest today. We gon' jump. We gon' jump. This is DJ Yaakov. This is Righteous Radio, where the truth is the sound. Ladies and gentlemen, saints and sinners, Israel, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you, Israel. Even those of you who don't know that you are Israel, I'm talking to you. I don't really care about what you believe, what you think, what you think of me. I don't really care about your attitude, about what I say. All I want you to do is do your own studying and do your own research. Disprove the scriptures that I'm giving you if you can. And if you can't, get on your knees. Ask the Most High for guidance. Ask the Most High for understanding. 
Ask the most high to check you. See, some of y'all think that you beyond reproach, that you've been in it so long that you don't have to do these things, that you don't have to check and see with the most high and make sure that you're in line with the most high. You feel that you have been spoken to by the most high for years and that you have the Holy Spirit, the Ruach running through you. But if these scriptures bear witness against what you've been taught, then you might want to question your Ruach. You might want to question who you've been hearing, if it's been your subconscious mind that's been telling you what you wanted to hear, because these scriptures cut like a two-edged sword. They cut like a knife. I don't care how good you can preach. I don't care how good you can teach. I don't care how, how much you think you know. If these scriptures bear witness against you, then doggone it, you need to dispel these scriptures or you need to understand that you might just be part of the problem. You might have been deceived. Like the scripture said, is this the one who deceived the whole world? That's what they're going to say about the, the devil at the end of times. Is this the one? This, this, this dude deceived the whole world? Get right with the scriptures. If you don't, if you a pastor or a minister or a deacon or, or just a regular church goer and you've never been taught that you have to study precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little, there a little. You can't be studying properly. You can't be in alignment properly. Now, why did Christ come? We already showed you who he came for. In the scriptures, these these next line of scriptures, I'm going to give you before I take this episode out, because I ain't going to do this episode real long, because I know many of you don't have a attention span that's that, excuse me, that's that long. So we, we're not going to hold, we're we not going to be before you long, uh, as, the, as the pastor said, we're not going to be before you long. <laughs> we're not going to be before you too long. I just want you to get these scripts and go back and do your own studying. Now, we want to establish why Christ came. So we have to establish that the kingdom was split in two. And these next set of scriptures is going to establish with you that the kingdom was split. So when Christ came, he came to unite the kingdom of the most high. So we're going to go to 1 Kings 11, 1, 11 and 1. Hold on just a second. <clears throat> we're going to go to 1 Kings 1, 11 and 1, where it talks about how Solomon got off task and was serving other gods and mixed with other nations. And that was the beginning of the kingdoms splitting because the Most High had to take the kingdom from him. This is 1 Kings, the 11th chapter, the, the uh, first, uh, uh, first verse. But King Solomon loved many strange women, together with the daughter of Pharaoh, women of the Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites, Zidonians, and Hittites, 
of the nations concerning which the Lord said unto the children of Israel, Ye shall not go in to them, neither shall they come in unto you, for surely they will turn away your heart after their gods. Solomon clave unto these in love. And he had 700 wives, princesses, and 300 concubines, and his wife turned away his heart. His wives turned away his heart. So, alas, this was a problem. Because David's son, David, whom the seed had to come through for the Messiah, David, the son of the man who God said was a man after his own heart, uh, or I'm sorry, Solomon, the, the man who was the son of David, who, who God said was a man after his own heart. Solomon mixed with other nations, and he got thrown off kilter. So if we go to 1 Kings 12 and 6, let's go to 1 Kings 12. And six, hold on. Yeah, first King twelve and six. And King Rehoboam consulted with the old men that stood before Solomon his father while he yet lived and said how do ye advise that I may answer this people and they spake unto him saying if thou wilt be a servant unto this people this day and will serve them and answer them and speak good words to them then they will be thy servants forever but he forsook the counsel of the old men which they had given him and consulted with the young men that were grown up with him and which stood before him. And he said unto them, What counsel give ye that we may answer this people who have spoken to me, saying, Make the yoke which my father did put upon us lighter? And the young men that were grown up with him spake unto him, saying, Thus shalt thou speak unto this people, and speak unto thee, saying, Thy father made our yoke heavy, but make thou it lighter unto us. Thus shalt thou say unto them, My little finger shall be thicker than my father's loins. Hmm. So, this speaks to the beginning of the splitting of the nations and the beginning of why Christ came. Let's go to 1 Kings 12 and 19. Let's drop down to 19. So Israel rebelled against the house of David unto this day. And it came to pass when all Israel heard that Jeroboam was come again, that they sent and called him unto the congregation and made him king over all Israel. There was none that followed the house of David, but the tribe of Judah only. So we see the kingdom split. Now let's go to Hosea, which more speaks on this. Let's go to Hosea, the fourth chapter in the 17th verse. Because you have to understand who Christ is and why he came. And you think that you do, but you don't. You don't. Hosea 
at the end of the day, you don't. Because if you did, you would know what you need to do. And I don't see it. But I do see the awakening. Ah, Let's start in the 16th verse. Hosea, the fourth chapter. Let's start in the 16th verse. No, let's start in the 15th verse. Let's get you the full understanding. Though thou, Israel, play the harlot, yet let not Judah offend, and come not ye unto Gilgog. Neither go ye up to Bethaven, nor swear the Lord liveth. For Israel slideth back as a backsliding heifer. Now the Lord will feed them as a lamb in a large place. 17. Ephraim is joined to idols. Let him alone. So this was the Most High saying, let Israel alone, because Israel is joined to idols. Israel had went off of the rails, and the Most High had to split the kingdoms. So when Christ came, one of the reasons he came was to reunite those two kingdoms, seven and eight. Let's go to Isaiah, the seventh chapter, and the eighth verse. Excuse me. And it more so talks about Ephraim. It says, For the head of Syria is Damascus, and the head of Damascus is reason, and within three score and five years shall Ephraim be broken. So it's just telling you how the kingdoms got split. And the kingdoms were split into two. When Christ came back, he came back to reunite these two kingdoms. Let's go to John 7 and 35. Because precept must be upon precept. I'm giving you precepts here. I'm giving you precepts that go together as to, you know, how the kingdoms were split. Now let's go to John 7 and 35. Where it says, Then said the Jews among themselves, Whither will he go that we shall not find him? Will he go unto the dispersed among the Gentiles and teach the Gentiles? So when it talks about the dispersed among the Gentiles, it was talking about the Jews. That's why, that's why you have to understand who the Gentiles are. Some of the Jews in the scriptures were Gentiles. That's why it says, will he go unto the dispersed among the Gentiles and teach the Gentiles? There were Jews that were considered Gentiles. That's who Paul was preaching to. But you thought he was preaching to those who were not Jews. All right, let's go to Ephesians 2 and 12. We're going to, we, I mean, take these scriptures, study them, regurgitate them. Do what you got to do to get them in your spirit so that you understand why Christ came, who he came for. Ephesians, the second chapter in the 12th verse, that at that time ye were without Christ being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. This is Paul speaking to the Gentile Jews. The same ones that we just read about in Hosea, the fourth chapter, 
in Isaiah the seventh chapter, he was speaking to those who broke off. Let's go to Isaiah 11. Precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little, there a little. Got to hop around and get these precepts to understand what you're reading. All right. Isaiah 11 and 13. The envy also of Ephraim shall depart, and the adversaries of Judah shall be cut off. Ephraim shall not envy Judah, Judah, and Judah shall not vex Ephraim. Let me read that again, because I didn't read it right. The envy also of Ephraim shall depart, and the adversaries of Judah shall be cut off. Ephraim shall not envy Judah, and Judah shall not vex Ephraim. So this is... Scriptural prophecy, speaking of a time when the two sides would be back together again. And that's what Christ came to do. Last scripture, because I'm running out of time. Ezekiel. We're going to give you Ezekiel. 37 and 19. Ezekiel 37 and 19. Say unto them, thus saith the Lord God, behold, I will take the stick of Joseph, which is in the hand of Ephraim and the tribes of Israel, his fellows, and will put them with him even with the stick of Judah, and make them one stick, and they shall be one in mine hand. This is speaking of the Most High bringing the tribes back together. That's why Christ came, to bring the tribes back together, to bring his people back together. That is why he came. The first reason was as a savior, to save a people that needed to be saved. Because we had went off the rails. The second reason was the uniting of the tribes. And the third reason was as a sacrifice to sins. Which we will talk about in another episode. Because I'm running out of time. As far as the sacrifice part of it. But if you believe for one second and one minute. That Christ uh, came to abolish the law. He told you in Matthew that he did not. And if you don't understand why he came. You know, you think he came to nail the law to the cross and he didn't nail the law to the cross because if we go to let 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 me I think it's Acts three and eighteen. Y'all, y'all, y'all need to get this right, man. <laughs> y'all need to get this right. We we've been taught you know, sometimes I, I, I sat up in churches for years and listened, but you know, when it get to the point where, you know, I know more than what the people that's up front is is teaching. I mean, I mean, just because you sit up under somebody does not mean that they are more advanced than you. 
And that is why a lot of times people get self-conscious when you have too much knowledge and you're sitting up in their church. They want you to be under them. They want you to kiss the ring. I ain't kissing the ring. I ain't kissing the ring because you're going to show me. You're going to prove to me that you are the, are the leader that you're supposed to be. You're going to prove to me that you know these scripts. You're going to prove to me that you know what you're talking about. And many of these ministers don't. Because they want to be exalted. They want to be in a position because they want to be in a position. They want people to look at them in a certain light. Look, a true leader does not have to make anybody follow him. People will follow him because they know that he is anointed. Notice I didn't say she because the scriptures does not bear witness for that. But I ain't going to get off into that. I mean, that, that's another subject. But what did Christ come to fulfill? He said that not one jot or one tittle will be taken from the law until all be fulfilled. He said that in Matthew 17 or Matthew 5 and 17. So what did he come to fulfill then? What, what was it that he fulfilled if he didn't nail the law to the cross? Because he didn't nail the law to the cross. And this scripture proves it. Acts the third chapter in the 18th verse. But those things which God before have showed by the mouth of all his prophets that Christ should suffer, he hath so fulfilled. What does that mean? He came to fulfill the scriptures and suffer and die for the sins of his people. That's why he kept saying, you know, that he had to fulfill, as the scripture have said, he had to fulfill prophecy of the scripture because that's what he came to do. He had to ride in on the donkey. He had to do all the things that were written in the Old Testament scriptures. And the scriptures he was coming to fulfill was not New Testament scriptures because it wasn't no New Testament when he was on the earth. So he had to be fulfilling the Old Testament scriptures. So when they tell you that you ain't, po you know, you, that the Old Testament, you don't have to pay attention to that. That's demonic to tell somebody that because the, the what what the what Christ was fulfilling was the Old Testament scriptures, the so-called Old Testament scriptures, the Torah. That's all he would have been coming to fulfill because that's what was written when he was on the earth. This is DJ Yaakov. This is Righteous Radio, where the truth is the sound. Hopefully, this lesson struck your heart today to at least go and study for yourself and question the things that you have been taught in these Christian churches. Come out of her, my people, that you not share in her plagues. The Most High is putting the plagues in the earth currently. All these hurricanes every time you turn around, these earthquakes and every time you turn around is, is fulfilling scripture. But now this pestilence that have reached your doorstep, this so-called COVID-19 crap, and you going out here and sticking yourself and getting poked with these vaccines that's going to change your whole DNA. Just just wait. In a couple of years, you're going to see the results of the people that took these shots. And I pray for you, my people that have taken these shots, because... You know, I haven't went to a funeral in years and I don't want to have to go to one, but you have taken these shots. Shalom. <laughs>